I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illennials Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. And the voice that makes you moist. Marcus. I have a I have an interesting story. An anecdote or something that just happened to me before recording. Okay. Um, to preface the story, I will say I'm vaxxed, boosted, and I wear my, my mask all the time. And just like before the pandemic, I avoid people as much as possible. I was at a Barnes & Noble today. Um, got off work because I want to go look at some books. Went to Barnes & Noble. You know, found some cool stuff. There's a Starbucks in the Barnes & Noble. So I went there and I was like, oh, well, let me get some coffee. And um, ordered it. And then there's a person behind me. And the, the cashier looked at her and was like, is that a Starbucks gift card? And she's like, yeah. He's like, this isn't a Starbucks. And I was like, what? He's like, we're technically a Barnes & Noble cafe. So your Starbucks gift cards don't work here. And the way he said it, I was just like. It's like he, we're, it's, you're in a Starbucks. You're ordering Starbucks coffee. There's Starbucks everywhere. And he said it like, you thought this was a Starbucks? You idiot. What are you talking about? What made you think this was a Starbucks? <laughs> and then the lady just Could walked away. Giant green yeah, Starbucks sign. There's Starbucks yeah. everywhere. And then the lady just had to walk away dejected. <laughs> because, like, what, what, an, what an asshole she was to think she could use a Starbucks gift card there. <laughs> Wait, was and she trying to like, like buy a book with the Starbucks? No, gift no, card? she she wanted to buy coffee, and then oh. that guy was like, oh, "This isn't a, this isn't a Starbucks, you idiot! This is the Barnes Noble <laughs> Cafe. Come on, <laughs> get that shit out of here!" Christ. Yeah, I've always wondered about that kind of situation when there's like a store inside of a store. You know, I guess I've, I feel I've, like I've most of the time you can like use a regular like, like if, if there's a McDonald's in your Walmart, you can normally use like a McDonald's gift card or whatever. I'm not sure why this. No, one... Seth, this is a this is a this is a Walmart cafeteria, <laughs> yeah. not a McDonald's. <laughs> we just happen yeah. to sell all McDonald's food here. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Okay, come on, you're in Walmart, buddy. So yeah, that was just a weird thing, and <laughs> the lady just had to walk away. Like, okay. So no coffee for her then? No, she was like, I don't even want to pay full price. I was only going to use the gift card. Damn. Oh, well. I have a... Go ahead, Smith. No, Marcus, you got this. Oh, all right. Well, I also had a weird little thing. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> it's nothing amazing, but I went to put some gas in my car, and I, I saw the fucking, like, Biden stickers <laughs> with him pointing at the price. Like, I did that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> right? They're just all over the fucking gas station pumps. Yeah, like, people have been this doing is that. <laughs> is this pro or anti-Biden? This is anti-Biden. Anti -Biden. Okay. I mean, Biden already sucks, but that's, yeah. <laughs> that's just funny. It's <sighs> kicking him while he's down. <sighs> you know, I've always had an idea um, that they should. That for this is this is one for y'all, Barnes and Noble. You should do. What Starbucks does in reverse? I should go to Starbucks and find a Barnes and Noble inside of it. Like it's just it's just like one bookshelf, and it says brought to you by Barnes and Noble. There's one guy standing there, and he's gonna check me out for the Barnes and Noble books you have. And they sale. just sell like they can't fit that many books in a bar in a Starbucks. So it's like because like that's the thing. A lot of Starbucks do have this this thing where like next to the counter, they have decided to mystically choose one book, and it's like you buy this book. With your, if you buy it with coffee, it's five dollars, uh, and it's just so weird because it's like not a book anyone's ever heard of. It's not like 
the new Dean Koontz or something. It's just some random book, probably written by someone who works at Starbucks <laughs> corporate and just put a, a cover on it. And it's very strange. So they kind of have your business model, but with only one book. If they did, mm-hmm. if they just added two or three more books, it could kind of be the same thing. Yeah. I'm just saying to that idea. Also today, I saw, I saw the first ever in the wild uh, Trump 2024 uh, poster. Oh, no. I saw a Trump 2024 shirt um, at the beginning of summer. This was like May that I saw this. So, yeah. Also today when I was I was driving to the Mars and Noble, I saw a big um, fuck Joe Biden flag in front of someone's house, which was uh, amazing. Now, what did it actually say? It said fuck Joe Biden. Okay, I can respect that then. Yeah. Or it just actually just said fuck Biden, but still. I, I think I think they're talking about Joe Biden. Actually, I don't know. I guess I should have asked if it was Joe they were talking about. What what is this Hunter? I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah, I uh, I do have no respect for the Let's Go Brandon people. That's fucking yeah, stupid. They're, they're cowards. Yeah, because it doesn't bother anyone. You just look stupid. Right. Just say fuck Joe Biden. What are you a fucking pussy? Just say it. Yeah, just yeah. say something. What are you scared of? <laughs> I think they think they have some cool like club code or some shit. <laughs> it's just like no, it's it's not even. Yeah, it's, it's not like even fun. Like what the fuck? It's like you're afraid to say a bad word. What are we doing here? If if, if you're afraid to say the, the, you know you fuck in front of people, I don't I don't understand. It's so weird. Like, I saw the sticker. It was like, let's go, Brandon. And below that, it said FJB. And it's like, okay, so you're almost there. You're getting closer to it. But you still won't say it. It's such a cowardly move. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that, too. I haven't seen the ones. I've seen it on Reddit, people on the, with the gas pumps. I haven't seen it in the wild yet. So Marcus was the first one there. Yeah. Hey, there is quite a lot of um, anti-Biden and pro-Trump. And it's made me realize that... We live in a country where they think there's only two people that exist, and it's Joe Biden and Donald Trump. As if there's no alternatives to either of those people. Well, we're going to learn a third name pretty quickly. Which is? Ron DeSantis. Oh, yeah, Ron DeSantis is uh, going to creep his way into the lexicon. I, I, I don't think that, that Trump can win without Twitter. I, just, I don't think he can do it. Like, Twitter was too powerful for him. He has he has to have Twitter. Maybe, but like once again, with all the all the support I see, just <clears throat> with all the support I just see around here with the twenty twenty four stuff and people who are still flying Trump flags and Trump everything, I don't know if he needs it. I, I, at this point, maybe them silencing him has helped, <laughs> and that now it's making him stronger. Uh, we'll see. He maybe was too. I don't know. It's hard because he just he had such a, just an instant easy output for all of his thoughts. He'd go on TV and say them; um, they just ever all immediately. We all had them on our little fucking magic boxes in our hands. You could see what the president was thinking. What if for his next campaign, he decides to just live stream all of his thoughts and feelings on Twitch all day? Ooh. He just has his phone and he's just constantly streaming on Twitch. I can go for this. Yeah, he has been banned on Twitch, but I think we can find a way around it. <laughs> yeah. Probably, I think. Um, we can figure out some kind of way. Yeah, I. Uh, it's just so weird. Wait a minute. Well, wait a love... minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Donald Trump, VTuber for his next um, campaign. God, no. Now we're getting. Now we're cooking with gas. Because he could say he could claim that it's not actually him, and he somebody's yeah. just doing a good impression. Yeah, they're anonymous. Oh. Boom. They could be anybody. I hate how solid these ideas are. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's out there. He could be a fucking, like, a, a, a sexy cat man, and it would be just Donald Trump playing the Like the, 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 what, who's the, is it Finland's prime minister that does the cat stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, it's yeah. funny, too. Could be like her. Who knows? What's really funny, though, is when people go back, because the thing about Trump is, he, like, if you look at Joe Biden, Joe Biden didn't have any fucking tweets no. before being Joe Biden, right? But before Donald Trump was president or a candidate, he still had Twitter. Yeah. So it's so funny to go back and see the fact that he used to reply to people on Twitter and talk to them. And I love this exchange where somebody, he was talking about cheating, I guess, on somebody. 
Because he used to always tell Robert Pattinson to quit dating Kristen Stewart because she's going to cheat on him. This is a real <laughs> thing. You can look it up. This is verified. He kept saying, Robert, listen to me, man. Dump her. She's too. She's not good enough for you. And it was so funny. But at one point, somebody said he's like cheating. And somebody responded with, my my uh, my sister has cheated for the last nine years. It's a very sad thing. And Trump responded back with, I have a friend who wants to meet your sister. <laughs> <laughs> The former president, everybody. <laughs> Just so we can um, directly quote him, I found the tweet. Robert Pattinson should not take back Kristen Stewart. She cheated on him like a dog and will do it again. Just watch. He can do much better. October 17th, 2012. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. And the thing is, the thing is, that actually humanizes Donald Trump a little more, right? Because that's a that's a real person's tweet. That's a real yeah, thing a person that's would tweet somebody out. with feelings, you know. <laughs> How is that different from any f- fucking like BTS stan on Twitter? You know, you got a point. What is the difference? The president, man of the people, in a weird way. The former president, not the current one. But yeah, in in, in the strangest way possible. He has some human qualities that are so weird. Yeah, they just don't leak into his politics in any way. And nope. that's just the, the line that is drawn. Shame. Here's a question for you boys real quick. If Donald Trump had won a second term, I don't think he'll be handling COVID better than Joe Biden. No. Because this is all about this is about capital. This their demands. This has nothing to do with science or, or anything but the economy, right? So mm-hmm. Trump is not immune to that. But how funny would it be to watch his approval rating plummet every time he talks about the vaccine? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Because he fucking loves those vaccines. Yeah. Are people turning on him now because he's endorsing them? Yeah. <laughs> He was talking to Bill O'Reilly and got booze. Like, Trump got booed by his own fucking people when saying that vaccines were good. Even he can't sell it to them. So maybe that maybe that is the edge that DeSantis is going to have. Because DeSantis oh, yeah? is uh, crazy. <laughs> Just True. by the way, he is absolutely crazy. And I know you're not supposed to use that word lightly. I know. And I'm using it here intentionally. Yeah. Florida becoming the death pit is a bad thing, but the fact that they that they're just lying to everyone blatantly about it is even more just crazy. Because Florida's like trying to say they have the second lowest number of COVID deaths every week, and I'm like, there's no fucking way that's true. Yeah. Also, if you're gonna lie, why why not just say you have the lowest? Like, what a weird <laughs> thing to lie about. Seth, that's a good point. Why not just go the whole way? Yeah, I think they're trying to do the the, the half lie. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> se- like, the second yeah, best burger thing. Yeah. So you you copy like your friends' tests, but you get a couple of them wrong on purpose. Yeah. You know, one time when I was in high school, this guy copied off my paper, and he he even wrote my name on his paper. <laughs> <laughs> a true forger. <laughs> Yep. The teacher Good was Lord. like, teacher was like, Seth, did you turn in two pages? And as soon as she said that, the guy sitting next to me was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Brilliant. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard yeah, my entire it life. It was, I mean, this, this no offense, not, not to disparage anyone I went to high school with, but not the, not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> How do you fuck up the one thing you're not supposed exactly. to fuck up? <laughs> exactly. Also, I wanted to point out that, uh, speaking of presidents and former presidents, um, Barack Obama famously was president at one point in our history. I think that's true. While During his presidency and now after, he has continued to make best of lists every year where he chooses the best music, best books, best movies. And I have to take umbrage with these lists because I can guarantee you he has not watched some of these movies. I'm looking at his list now and I will, I'm willing to bet everything that he has not watched Drive My Car, P 
Pig, the card counter, the worst person in the world, and Old Henry. There's no way he watched... And come on, come on. There's no way he watched any of those movies. I You made you made up all those titles except for Pig. <laughs> those are all real movies. Um, he made the most. Most of which are on my, my watch list. But I... There's no way he watched some of these movies. I just cannot even begin to believe it. Um, and that's his thing. He's like he makes he makes this curated list of like I can't say he's like I can't be like this movie's great. He can't I can't say Hardcore Henry's the best movie ever, even though it is. So I gotta right. say you know oh Passing is on my list. He didn't he didn't watch any of these movies. See, Obama's the kind of guy who he definitely watched the new Spider-Man movie. Of course. But he did not watch Pig. No. I'm sorry. There's no way he watched Drive My Car. Drive My Car is a three-hour adaptation of a 17-page long short story. There is no Mm. way he watched that movie. Um, He probably saw Dune. He probably... And Dune, not on the list. I know, right? Which is crazy. He put The Card Counter... And The Last Duel, which I love The Last Duel, but no Dune? Come on. Do you think he watched The Last Duel? Maybe. I think he watched it just for, just for Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I think he I think he just watched the first two thirds. And then he turned the movie Joey Comer fart comes off and he's like, nah, I got it. Yeah. I know what happened. <laughs> I understood this movie perfectly. So I'm pretty sure he's hung out with two guys. So he's probably he's probably watched it for them at least. Oh, another thing that happened to me today. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> we were talking. I was Mr. Mr. Experiences over here. I know. I was I was on this um, subreddit about movies, and for some reason somebody brought. Oh, so it's a. Yeah, somebody brought up like a, a Matt Damon performance that was weird in some recent movie, and then somebody was like, you know, Matt Damon loves doing weird cameos, like in Thor Ragnarok and in The Martian. And I was like, I comment. I don't normally comment to anybody on Reddit. And I was like, you think his performance in The Martian is a cameo? And then they replied and said, he wasn't in any of the marketing. He didn't do any of the interviews, the red carpets. There's, I would have classified that as a cameo. And then before I got to it, somebody was like, are you talking about Interstellar? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> This guy thought he was owning. Yeah, they were, he was like, what is this guy talking about? This isn't a cameo. I'm like, I'm like The Martian. You sure about this? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the confidence. Yeah. I mean, if you even Google The Martian, it's just his face. Like, come on. True. But I, I guess those, those movies came out around the same time and are pretty similar if you're just kind of like, Trying to go, space movie, Matt Damon, which one was he in? Turns out both of them. Yep, both. <laughs> I still can't tell if he's in Interstellar, though. <laughs> to this day, I still have no idea if he's in that movie. It's a very strange. I just remember being in the theater. Me and you both just looked at one another we, immediately. We took our eyes completely off of the screen, and we were like, is that Matt Damon? <laughs> really? <laughs> Because you, 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 you think you know Matt Damon. You think And you then do. sometimes, you think you know a guy. Yeah. And then he does these sometimes weird he, crypto commercials. He pops out of a fucking yeah. cold coffin in outer space, and he's like, I'm Matt Damon, what's up? <laughs> I'm going to try and kill you on a plant made out of clouds, but they're frozen. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a fucked up movie, by the way. Think about it? Pretty fucked up movie. Yeah, honestly. Pretty fucked up places they go. Yeah, those waves shouldn't be that high. I'm sorry. Nuh-uh. I'll say it. Gravity? Mm-mm, too strong. I don't like that. <laughs> I like it at 1G, sir. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll stay right here. Classic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is right. That robot freaks me out to this day. I can't figure out that robot. <laughs> yeah. he. It's, it's an incredibly cool effect, but mm-hmm. man, is it weird. The way it looks and the way that it's like personality is so like exposed to them. Yeah. Like... Literally dial back the sarcasm is crazy. <laughs> it was the in all the things that happened in that movie. Of all the things, I don't give a shit about the transcending time, love conquers all boundaries, fucking shit. No, I get that. One hundred percent makes sense. The robot defies explanation. <laughs> no, what defies explanation is the fact that apparently Timothy Chalamet is going to grow up to look like Casey Affleck. Like, how is that possible? You seen that movie? 
Timothy Chalamet plays the son in his middle age, the middle of the ages, when he's a teenager before oh. he becomes an adult as Casey Affleck. Oh. I know that. Wow. Yep. That kid's in everything. Fuck. Yeah, he's a good actor. Um, Robert Durst died. I mean, I really loved uh, <laughs> fucking Limp Biscuit, so it's a really okay. sad day. Okay, okay. To lose, lose the old Durst man. Robert Durst, who gave the best performance of all time in talking into the hot mic in the bathroom in the Jinx. One of the funniest and most incriminating scenes in the history of television. I don't know what you're talking about, Seth. Robert Durst. We watched the Jinx together. I have never watched the Jinx. We, I showed you all six episodes back to back of the Jinx, the the year it came out. Okay, hold on. What is the Jinx? The Jinx is the story where they, the two documentarians, they uh, reveal, they interview Robert Durst and they find out that he was guilty. He goes in the, the very end of the documentary. He goes into the bathroom while he's fucking pissing with his seventy year old dick. He's just talking to the open mic like, oh yeah, I definitely killed that person. I killed him good. I killed him so good, they won't even believe it. I killed him so bad. And then he claimed that after the documentary came out, he claimed he was on meth. So none of that was actually real. <laughs> if we, Seth, if we watch this, I have no recollection of ever well, seeing it. Well, that's actually good. You should rewatch it because it's one of the best documentary series ever made. <laughs> Are you sure you're thinking about Ben? I watched this. We look very similar. I watched this so. with like four people that year, and you were one of them. Oh man, I don't. Besides the point, Robert Durst, a man who famously dead, yeah. killed a woman who was, was his wife, killed her, got away with that, and then killed his best friend, shot him up into pieces, and threw him into a river, got away with that, but then years later, while he was taking a piss, he revealed it into a hot microphone. And was then sentenced to, to uh, like I think it was like life in prison or something, and then he died recently. Um, but he, but throughout the whole, throughout the whole court trial, he was you know basically a free man. So he only ended up serving like a year or two in jail. But he is now a dead, dead, dead man. Do you think that? Do you think that he? I don't know how to explain this. I taught myself all the time, right? Uh, and I would probably be a person if I if I ever did kill somebody. I guess I'd probably say okay, I OJ at point to myself <laughs> if I did it. Yeah. yeah, I probably would not get away with it though. I just wonder, like, did he did he have any idea that he this was a possibility or just that arrogant? I guess he was on meth, so who knows? Um, <laughs> could be anything. Um, but yeah, he is a uh, him. He's dead. And then, mm-hmm. and I, I guess more relatable news, Bob Saget is dead. No. Yep. Danny Tanner from Full House. Uh, dead for, as of now, I still think unknown reasons. Um, just found dead in a hotel probably, room. And probably drugs, let's be honest. It's a Florida hotel yeah. room. Probably drugs. Maybe Rob DeSantis often because he knew too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Bob Saget's Twitter right here and it says, I have information that will lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. Weird. He says he he's like I have Florida's <laughs> numbers. By the way, if you're wondering something funny, go on Twitter and Google like <clears throat> right now like Bob Saget, but spell his last name S A G A T, and how many people think that, like his name was spelled that? And then the uh, Street Fighter character jokes are pretty good no. off of that one. Law. <laughs> Bob Saget. <laughs> I okay. So Bob Bob Saget's kind of a controversial figure, mm-hmm. right? Because he he's very uh, he never modified his stand up routine to account for the fact that he was like America's dad. Yeah, he was on the Full House and America's Funniest Home Videos, like the two most wholesome things you could watch on television. And his stand up mm-hmm. act was still like, "I fucked this bitch in the pussy so hard," and you're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> Dad, no!" Oh, Bob. <laughs> He leaned into it too as he got older. He, yeah. he was like, remember his one of his big bits was he was on the show trying to fuck the girl that played uh, what was her name, Kimmy or something, the the, the neighbor or whatever girl who come oh, on sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a, a, a bit he would do because she, she was like fourteen or some shit. Just, yeah, just completely leaning into the whole the whole controversy thing. Yeah, what a a weird a weird figure in comedy, but nonetheless, uh. From what I can tell, a pretty okay guy. And yeah, he's he's gone, which is, uh, yeah, it kind of sucks. And then, but anyway, we had 
We've had a bunch of uh, a bunch of deaths lately. Yep, yeah, it's been it's been weird. All right. Outside of all the COVID deaths, but yeah, yeah. We don't know that fucking this guy from the drinks might have been killed by COVID. It's possible. I highly doubt it would be able to. Uh, I, I just feel like um, I feel like he just wouldn't let it happen. He, uh, he's a very stubborn guy. I feel like he died of something much worse. Who, Bob Saget? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Probably too much cocaine to get to get COVID. I mean, honestly, what could have killed Betty White? Come on. <laughs> it's a good question. I mean, I think Betty White did it to troll us. <laughs> I mean, she's going to like pop out of a birthday cake at some point. No, I think she really died. Oh, she, she trolled. Oh, yeah. She did the full follow All those, through. like, she, uh, Betty White at 100, and she saw that, and she was like, nah, fuck y'all. Time to die. Yeah. <laughs> My final joke. <laughs> I like the idea that Betty White can just die at will. <laughs> <laughs> she's been holding it in for so long, and she's like, all right. Wait, so hold on. Wait, you can't? I mean, I, I technically anybody can, but <laughs> not, maybe not as instantaneously and effortlessly. <laughs> There's a, there's a certain combination of words and no, numbers and colors you think at the same time, you'll just die. You don't know this? Oh, don't tell me that. I'm going to start thinking of random words and colors and numbers. Uh-oh. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Every human has a suicide button. You got to figure, you just find out where it's at for yourself. It's easy. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> that is an overlooked feature we should have, is an I quit button. Uh, should have what a, a, a one episode podcast just for that. <laughs> Exploring you your suicide button. <laughs> there you go. You know what we should have really is life should be a roguelike. You should be able to redo whenever you want. It's just like, nah, okay. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Start a new one. Alrighty, I love that idea. I guess if you're if you are like a believer in reincarnation, you, you know, believe in roguelike. It's kind of a roguelike. I told you, I mentioned this to Smith the other day, but I saw on a Reddit one time somebody said that sitcoms are basically the roguelites of television shows. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> You're so right. It is, though. It's accurate. Yeah. Speaking of sitcoms. Yes. Have y'all seen the trailer for the new gritty Fresh Prince of Bel Air reboot? I actually did watch that. Jesus Christ. No, I did not. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> How are you going to do Fresh Prince and Uncle Phil is not fat and jolly, but also refined? Yeah. How are you going to do this? Yeah, it's definitely an interesting take. The one thing I like about it is that the the people who got Will Smith the green light it were a couple of just indie filmmakers who made it as like a, just a trailer along like a couple of years ago. And then Will Smith was like, I like this. Let's make it into a show. You guys get to work on it now. And that's cool. But the tone, okay, I just got done watching the seminal hit of the early 2000s, the OC, um, which is, it's just, it's a fun show, despite a myriad of problems, but this trailer felt so much like the OC and not the Fresh Prince, because the OC and the Fresh Prince actually have incredibly similar setups in that there's like a rich family and a person who's from a more dangerous and more like low income background comes into this household and kind of spices up their life. Um, the OC takes a very like teen drama, like soap opera kind of feel. Whereas the Fresh Prince is a comedy, obviously with it's, you know, it's tender moments that get some tears out of us, but this new one seems to be trying to only do the latter and it's hard. And I saw people in the comments who were like, well, the star doesn't have, doesn't have nearly the charisma that Will Smith does. And I'm like, to be fair, who does though? <laughs> like, we, we can't really put this on the kid for not being Will Smith. <laughs> right. Right. He's a fucking once-in-a-generation talent. Let's not. Exactly. You can't say too much about this kid. Yeah, but you here's the you, you couldn't even get a good Carlton. This Carlton is not the Carlton that yeah, I know. Yeah, it's the, the take on Carlton. Is, he's just. Because once again, he has like half of Carlton. He has the, this is my domain. We're, this is, we're the rich, erudite children of Bel Air. You know, you're coming into our world. You should, you should watch out. But he doesn't have the also completely goofy and takes himself too seriously part. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's just a weird idea. I, I can see the inspiration because like I said, the original show did have those moments. It had shades of that. 
but they were layered mm-hmm. with a bunch of really good comedic performances. So I, I guess I can see the inspiration for it, but it just, it seems like in that trailer those kids made a couple of years ago, it worked really well. I was like, oh, this is a good six minutes I just spent watching What If the Fresh Prince was, you know, gritty, but I don't think I need a whole show of it. Yeah. Because now there's like a guy who wants to kill Will or whatever. From yeah. Back in, One of the members like, of Run like, DMC fucking... wants to kill him now. <laughs> there was a gun involved. It's just a bunch of nonsense. It, yeah. It, it's... Yeah, and I, it's someone said that that uh, Wilson should have played Uncle Phil, and here's why I say that it can't happen: is he Will Smith is a great actor, he's truly fantastic, but he doesn't have gravitas. He doesn't he doesn't have that in him. Yeah. you know, he's he's much more of a relatable kind of guy. Yeah, and honestly, Uncle, Uncle Phil, that guy, that motherfucker had he had gravitas. Yeah, and honestly, I think any remake of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is pretty disrespectful to James Avery, because no one's mm. ever going to be Uncle Phil ever again. Nah, um, man. And The Fresh Prince, just as a show, it's just crazy. It's like lightning in a bottle, how all that stuff worked out so well. Um, so yeah, I, best of luck to the creators of this new show. Maybe they'll turn out something kind of interesting, but it's going to be very hard be better than the Fresh Prince. I would say despite his name, Uncle Phil was America's other dad. Yeah. Well, uncles are still dads a lot of the time. Yeah, but he was the... he was You know what? He was a, a big father figure to, to yeah. Will's character in, in that show. So, okay, fair enough. He was a father to Carlton. And Ashley and Hillary. I never remember the other, the other two kids. It's just Carlton for me. <laughs> wow. Their, wow. their, their, their stories didn't interest me as a kid. I wanted more Moral Carlton and more Will Smith. And that's, that's really all I wanted. And Uncle Phil, obviously. Wow. Everybody else was just was just ancillary to me. Nothing for DJ Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff's pretty good. He gets, you got to give it up for a gag every now and again. Going out of the house and whatnot. Is he in the new show? I wonder. I, is there going to be a jazz in the new show? Maybe he'll be played by the Transformer Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> crossover bold choice Seth because yeah. he did die in that first movie they took, tore his ass in half well yeah because he was um he, he was too <laughs> I'm trying to make a joke about how racist the character is but I can't formulate <laughs> it just right um, I don't know if the character of Jazz was racist but the fact that the black robot is killed first is pretty racist <laughs> Not only the first kill, I think the only kill of Autobots yeah. in that movie is yeah. just Jazz. That sounds right. Um, <laughs> I hate it. That was a rough one. Weird, weird choice to kill the only black robot. <laughs> I I, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. Did you guys ever watch Bumblebee? Yeah. That movie no. rules. It is good. I think it's maybe the second best or best Transformers live action movie we've ever made. What will the first best be if it's not if it's the second? Huh? What will the first one best be if, if that's second? Transformers. Oh. The OG. Okay. Um, I see that. It's a good one. But Bum- Bumblebee is freaking fantastic. Especially the, the beginning where we actually get to see Cyber like them on Cybertron, which we never yeah. saw in the Michael Bay movies. Or actually, I should correct myself. Maybe we saw it in the fifth Michael Bay movie, but I didn't watch that one because I was <laughs> tired of it. Yeah, the most we ever got were like quick 30 second shots of Cybertron or something happening. And then that was it. So it was pretty cool in yeah. Bumblebee to see. There was like a whole two some... or three minute sequence at the beginning. Uncut. Yeah, it was nice. It was great. Marcus, you okay? Yeah, I just sneezed my brain out a little bit. <clears throat> oh. In, into nice. your clothes? Just just a little bit. Yeah. Be fine. Oh, Marcus, speaking, I need to get an opinion from you on something since you are the only one of us that has in any way engaged with the metaverse oh, how boy. how do you feel about walmart's in, in uh, vision for the metaverse i hate it <laughs> <laughs> because here's my thing you you can tell me how you feel about either of these options but in my mind if what they're saying if their whole thing if people you haven't seen this it's like basically you're in your vr headset and you're walking through a walmart which already is like the most boring thing you do in your day. But also there's like this lady, this hologram lady who talks to you through every single decision you make. (laughs) So what I want to know is, is this just to like 
vicariously grocery shop or is this like an instacart thing where you like shop in the metaverse and then they deliver the groceries to you it it does sound like a way far too overproduced instacart honestly <laughs> yeah because that's the instacart you bop 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 send it a few hours exactly here. why the fuck would i put on a headset actually put 3d objects in a cart and then wait for it it's you get nothing yeah. out of this because <laughs> i feel like the great thing about the instacart is that uh, if you're going to use it it's just that you get to not go to the store that's the only good part about it right. uh-oh smith's got some some opinions uh-oh uh-oh how you feeling fellas fellas you are totally totally out of your depth you know what you're talking about right now uh-oh <laughs> we are going to turn this shit into gamer it's going to be turned into gamer. The movie You're going to log into the metaverse and take control of Hugh Jackman, who is taking directions <laughs> from you, who then walks through the Walmart, and as you reach for things, he reaches. He grabs them, puts them in a cart, he goes and checks out, he drives them to your house, and you get the stuff. Are you That's where we're going. intentionally saying Hugh Jackman instead of the actual star of Gamer, or are you... <laughs> Do you think Hugh Jackman was a star of Gamer? Seth, why are you asking this question? You are ruining the entire bit. Oh, okay. I wanted to make sure. Because I don't know if you're talking about Gamer or Reminiscence here. <laughs> I would never forget Reminiscence, Seth. That's a fucking... Um, um, we'll all remember that movie. Yeah. Forever. It's it's never timeless. I will reminisce on it in the future. Because I definitely saw it and thought it was good. <laughs> but yeah, that's what the metaverse is going to be about you taking control of a person's body to have them go do the thing for you. That's the future. Don't, don't oh, worry about it. And at the end, Hugh Jackman will play basketball against the guy from Dexter and cut his throat. And that'll be the whole <laughs> That movie kind of rules, to be honest. It does rule. It's kind of really good. It's John Leguizamo. That's all I got to say. Catcues control him, because I would. I just watched the, the new Disney animated musical, uh, Encanto, and my, Johnny Legs is in that movie, and it's great. I've, I've heard mixed things about that movie. I thought it was pretty good. It's got, like, the, the story's a little bit rushed, but the songs are, like, kind of bangers, to be honest, so I was pretty into it. Really, I've heard the songs don't do a good job of of, of moving the plot forward. There's one I mean, that that's kind of the thing is like the um the songs aren't they gonna put in the plot forward, but they're like kind, like I said, they're kind of bankers though. Like they're just really fun <laughs> songs. So I I kind of loved it for that. Right, and and the conflict of the movie is just the uh, internal family thing. So yeah, it's not like a bad guy they need to go pursue or yeah it's, it's not as like grandiose as some of the uh other picks or disney animated films Pixar. i guess i just i just expect more from my musicals i, I want to oh you're you're a west side of, story of guy song. Mm. i mean west side story fucking rules like again they they remade this movie and i don't know why you just took a good movie and remade it and changed nothing i saw a video where some guy was like it was about the original West Side Story. He was like, this is an underappreciated gem. That movie won Best Picture. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, the, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Even, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. To be fair, plenty of movies win Best Picture and are never heard of again. That's that true. happens. Okay, all right. But we're talking about a classic yeah. musical that everyone has at least heard one song from and probably when you hear the, the name West Side Story you know yeah, oh you I've have heard of some that. idea of what's going on in the film right um, so it is underappreciated Jim <laughs> <laughs> do words mean anything anymore <laughs> no, no clearly not <laughs> god <laughs> what I just that makes me so funny that makes me indescribably mad <laughs> This was like Godfather, a forgotten gangster movie. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You know they made a Godfather 2? <laughs> was a little underground film. Sir, you need to sit down. I have some even crazier news for you yeah. than that. <laughs> Wait till you hear this. <laughs> they made another one. And it's better. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. 
guys, we have talked very little about politics. Yeah. But in our defense, there's not a lot to talk about. In our defense, it's all stupid now. Um, COVID is bad. <laughs> yeah, people um, people aren't taking COVID seriously, which I feel like we've been saying for about two years now on the on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's pretty disturbing. I know just just recently where um, some people who had office jobs in my city allowed to uh, work from home again. I've been in a work from home job ever since the beginning, but yeah, some people have been back in the office since September, and even through the Omicron breakout in oh, December, it wasn't until this week they were allowed to work from home again. After everybody already got sick and disgusting, now you get to go work from home. Oh, great. A little late. Well, you heard what happened with the Chicago teachers, right? No. Uh, they said, we're not coming back to the, the office or to the school. We're going to do remote learning. And in response, Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of New, of, of uh, Chicago, her, she locked them out of their Google classrooms so they can't even teach. Wow. That sucks. Very productive. Very productive government. Yeah. So not only can the kids not go to the physical school, they can't learn in the virtual school either. So nothing's getting done. Yeah. Because they're at an impasse. Are there teacher scabs? Are there teachers who will just like jump in and teach in unsafe conditions? They're called substitute teachers, I think, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about them. Although in some places, they're asking literally any adult who (laughs) volunteers at school to volunteer to teach class or just watch the kids. Yeah. Oh. They're not even paying them? What the hell? Like, they have, like, bus drivers being asked to come in and teach class. Hell no. That is hilarious. That sucks. <laughs> like, like, you talked about the Reddit post from that kid in New York who was going to school in New York City? What happened with him? Mm-mm. He's like, hey, I want to go back to school. I want to be in-person learning. It's better for students, whatever. But this is insane. He's like, this is madness. He's like, the auditorium is full of people, and people are taking rapid COVID tests in the middle of the auditorium and popping positive around everybody else. <laughs> and people are screaming and running when yeah. this happens. He's like, oh it's insanity. God. You can't. We can't live like this. So you guys know that there are concerts happening these days, yeah. despite Marcus especially knows. Mar- yeah. Marcus knows. Mark, actually, I should ask you this, Marcus. The one you went to, did they ask for proof of vaccination or have you take a test there? They did ask for proof of vaccination. Okay, that's one thing. One thing. Another thing I found out though is there are there are concerts. You know, that fe- see thousands of people happening where they are. If you go there and you don't have proof of vaccination, they're rapid testing you. Which means we are funneling rapid tests into these concerts that could be going to places that actually need them. And it is crazy. When I found that out, because I I haven't even been thinking this entire because I was like, oh, yeah, concerts are happening. That's stupid. But I didn't realize that these concerts where people are going, knowing there's a pandemic, are also funneling a bunch of tests every single day into those things to to test people. um, Just to have some semblance of safety protocols. Hey, once you test positive, what's the next step? Like, what happens? Like, you, but great, you've been around these people. And you, just, you, you're positive. Yeah. What's, what happens? Jack Harlow kills you. <laughs> I, so you, go ahead, Marcus. No, well, I was gonna say I, I've actually went to a a con. It was the Anime mm-hmm. Week in Atlanta, and you needed you needed your vaccination card. Uh huh. But also, if you didn't have that, you you got freaking test thing. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> the fucked up part about it is, you basically have to walk around the hotel <laughs> to get to the station, then go back in to get your fucking, <laughs> your fucking, like, badge or whatever. So, if, so if you were positive, you could have disputed on everyone on your way to the test. Basically. The That's amazing. Is that most people were wearing masks? So. Well, yeah, because they're all furries, so they just put their furry masks <laughs> <Damn> on. <laughs> but they weren't required, I assume. Um, no, no, they weren't. That is the strangest no. thing to me, because places here have at least started back mask mandates, and to have the the the, the bare minimum amount of safety. 
So you guys are vaxxed, right? Of course, I'm vaxxed and boosted. We're all vaxxed. Right. So, you're, so, so, so y'all's buttholes are safe. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, you ever heard about this? No. You ever heard about the... the... Butthole so COVID? <laughs> so apparently the, the, the vaccine can cause you to shed vaccine particles that will make certain people's buttholes bleed when they get around you. Yes, this is confirmed by the actress Crystal Teen. Oh, the, <laughs> the actress who said that she's not vaccinated, and when she's around people who are vaccinated, her asshole starts bleeding, which is yes. funny because what she's admitting is that her asshole bleeds and she has some medical issue that she's she would rather blame on people being vaccinated than actually go to a doctor. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's like, there's no re- there's no way my asshole is bleeding because of anything that's going wrong with my body. Come on. <laughs> so I'm vaccinating people. She claims it can take her six or seven days to stop bleeding after being around a vaccinated person. <laughs> so basically, she never stops bleeding for asshole because I'm sure after seven days she gets around one other person. <laughs> it's a very funny situation for for her to admit that on TV is pretty hilarious. Well, TV, it's fucking yeah. The David Pakman. Although, to be fair, if if getting vaccinated meant that your asshole didn't bleed, that would be an incentive to get vaccinated. That's true. My asshole has not bled a single time. Yeah, not outside of the normal amount that it already does. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. Yeah, I'm not blaming that on anything. I'm just, my body's weird, you know? Thank you, Moderna, for solving my butthole bleeding issues with your yeah. wonderful vaccine. What if that's what the vaccine fights? It's not even COVID. It just fights butthole bleeding. <laughs> it turns out that butthole is how we get COVID all yes. along. <laughs> Somehow it gets into your butthole. Um, how about some good news, by the way? Hey. Uh, the workers at Image Comics have unionized. Yes. Hey. Hell yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty nice. Voted 7-2 to, to, to unionize, which is neat. Man. Imagine being the person that voted against that. I know, right? <laughs> like, once the tides are turning, even if you are anti-union, you might as well vote for it. Yeah, what are you, a fucking scab? Clearly. <laughs> but really the funniest thing that I've seen happen today, which is that two LAPD officers ignored a call uh, regarding a robbery because they were playing Pokemon Go and it spotted a Snorlax. Was it at least shiny? <laughs> the report it does not right say. Here. <laughs> okay, listen to this. This is what the officer said. Petitioners also denied playing Pokemon Go while on duty. They claim they were monitoring a Pokemon tracker application on their phone, but not playing the game itself. As for, quote, catching Pokemon, Officer Lozano insisted this referred to capturing an image of Pokemon on the trapping application to share with friends. Well, Officer Mitchell said his statements about fighting the Togetic referred to relaying the information to groups on my app. Mm. You said Officer Lasagna? (laughs) Lasagna? Mm -hmm. And Bitchell. And it says right here, in order to take the picture, occasionally the creature will fight, Lasagna said. What in the fuck? What the? It says right here, petitioners admitted to leaving their, their foot beat area in search of Snorlax, but insisted they did so both as part of an extra patrol and, quote, to chase this mythical creature. My God. You can just get away with that every, whatever you want now. Yeah. Apparently. You can just say anything. <sighs> It could be worse. They could have been going after Pokemon NFTs. So, hey, thank you. Yeah, we've made a single NFT joke this whole episode. What is going on? <laughs> what happened to our we finger almost, on the we, pulse? <laughs> we almost had it, man. I saw fucking Mike Shinoda on Twitter shilling for cryptocurrency NFTs. That sucks because he's like one of the one people left in the world that I kind of respect. It's fucking it stupid. They, they, can so be, they can be eco-friendly. It's like. No, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you even going to bat for this? Who gives a shit? Yeah, what are you getting out of this? Probably money. Yeah, there is a lot of money in it, so. A bunch of funny money, so. Yeah. (laughs) I did see someone say, it was almost like, they're talking to cryptocurrency zealot, 
And then they were saying like, hey, Bitcoin will crash at some point. And this person said, well, of course it will crash. And when it does, everyone will buy Bitcoin because it'll be the only thing that has confidence in it anymore. And this person pointed out to them, people who have Bitcoin will probably be selling their Bitcoin to buy things they need like food. <laughs> and this person looked at them like they were crazy and had no response to that <laughs> at all. Yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't understand what a crash is. Like, yeah. what are you talking? Are you, are you insane? Um, that's very funny. I, li- I like how their defense says, don't know what. If it fails, that's good. Right. If it succeeds, that's good. It's only <laughs> only good things happen to Bitcoin. Sorry. That's a cult is what that is. That is cult behavior. Yes. Because the, it basically means that the the, 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 the the cult leader, in this case Bitcoin or Satoshi, whatever the fuck his name is, can't be wrong. No matter what happens, it'll always be good for Bitcoin. The stock market's the same way. I'm not saying it's any different, but it's just, it's even funnier because it's even far, further removed from reality than the stock market. Yeah. Because Bitcoin doesn't make anything. It doesn't represent anything at all. Other than, literally, literally, it's fucking, it's Tinkerbell. It's all Tinkerbell. All the way down. <laughs> Instead of collapse, it's money. It'll die if you don't believe in it. <laughs> <laughs> we it's Tinkerbell. It's all it is. At least the U.S. dollar is backed up by guns and nukes. You know, at some point there's yeah, a guy who cool will come stuff. and kill you for the dollar. Yeah, there's a there's a tank that'll fucking crush you for the dollar at some point. Ain't no fucking tanks for Bitcoin. No one gives a fuck. Like all these, have you seen the fucking the the, the cryptocurrency ATMs you can go to now? Oh no, it's just a laptop. Yeah. No, there's a literal ATM in some places you can go to to get, like, Ethereum. Like, to buy it or to withdraw it? Oh, Seth, (laughs) only to buy it. So it's not really an ATM at all. No, it's not. (laughs) Okay. It's literally, there is no withdrawal function. There's nothing to do except for buy Ethereum. What do you do with it? So it's just Coinbase that you can download on your phone and use anywhere, but at a (laughs) physical location? Yes. Like, how do they even, like, assign the Bitcoin to you or Ethereum to you? This has got to be a bit from Seinfeld. Like, this is like Kramer sets up a physical place to buy Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) No, man. Somebody fucking posted it. It's at at a goddamn, like, a a weed dispensary. They have, in, I think, at certain places, they have these goddamn uh, ATM uh, kiosks. I watched a documentary about Bitcoin a long time ago, before it was what it is now. When I, it, it was after Bitcoin had died, essentially, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the people was like, they opened, when, when Bitcoin first hit any kind of popularity, they bought, or they rented a spot right next to the New York Stock Exchange called BitConnect. And they opened up their own little thing where they, they would you know, do the, the, the scrolling bar that tells you what Bitcoin's at, and you can come in and you can trade Bitcoin. And these guys realized back then they were idiots. They were like, we shouldn't have done that because Bitcoin's online. <laughs> so <laughs> there's no reason for us to have this building. And it's funny we've come back around to that, where they're like, no, you should have a physical place where you can buy Bitcoin. Even though you can buy it on your phone <laughs> anytime you ever want. We, uh, it's just like... You can trade Bitcoin. Trade it for what? Other Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah, Ooh. what you do, if you want to trade Bitcoin, you both get your phones out, you get a link cable, you plug them into each other, <laughs> and you can start transferring your Bitcoins over. Oh shit, mine is it's evolving, it's evolving. Oh man. <laughs> it's an actual dollar now. <laughs> I would. I just want any Bitcoin person to sell a Bitcoin and then show me the money. Sell it and show me where you have that money. By the way, you just said a couple of words kind of quickly that made me uh, made a great idea. Sell a Bitcoin. Ooh, <laughs> sell a Bitcoin. Cryptocurrency for people who are celibate. Mm. Damn, <sighs> I can cash in on this, my friend. Right. Yeah, get real rich. You know how much sell Bitcoins you could have? Crazy amount. You can make them 69. cost however much you want. It's true. Now, can I still get them if I jack off? That is the gray area of the celibate coin fandom. I don't think jacking off disqualifies you. Let's see. Do we get bonus coin in No Nut November? Mm. Mm. I am more of a fan of nonstop Nut November. Oh, fair. Absolutely fair. Always be nutting. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> Never not nut. 
Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. Thank you. But yeah, I, I, I like Solo Bitcoin. We need to come up with this. Seth, you know blockchain. You can do this. We'll figure it out. Masturbation is regarded as a breach of celibacy. Oh. Well, rip celibate coin was a great idea for the 33 seconds we had it. Sorry. (laughs) Can't do it. It's all right. Revival. Nut coin. (laughs) Uh oh. Hold on. Wait a minute. Sadly, there probably is already nut coin and nut coin too. And then there's nut nut coin, the return, jizz coin. Come coin. Yeah. Come quat coin. Load coin. Yeah. Everything. That jism coin. Wait a minute. Sperm coin. It's available. <laughs> We're back in business. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> what we should do is every time that you nut, the value of all your your nut coins goes up. Oh hell yeah! Or maybe we could do every time you nut, it goes down. Oh, <laughs> and it's a cha- it becomes a challenge. Well, now oh. you're just reinventing celibate coin. So if you go back in time, <laughs> you're, re- you're reinventing celibate coin. I know. I don't want to give up celibate coin. <laughs> Well, hey, we can't do it, but there are those weirdo freaks out there who think if you don't come for like 800 days, you'll get magical powers or some shit, you know? That is true. You'll be able to see smells, which I don't even want to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is that a thing people want so bad? <laughs> I just, I heard them do it, like, I can now see my own musk. I'm like, I don't want, I don't want those two powers. Yeah. That sounds I don't want terrible. To- I don't want to have musk. I don't want to see it. <laughs> like I'm fucking Pepe Le Pew in a goddamn cartoon. Oh my god. Guys, you know that that, that, that skunk's a rapist. Oh, yeah. He's definitely a rapist. Not only that, an interspecies rapist. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's trying to fucking rape a different kind of animal. Marcus, That's you, you seem to have thoughts. No, I yeah. no thoughts here. Nope. Go ahead, Marcus. You you pointed at the camera. You had an idea about That's, nope. No thoughts here. Brain empty. Interspecies rapist skunk. We 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 all love when we were children. Do you guys have trouble thinking about nothing? <laughs> nope. I don't. I'm very good at it. People, I've been told that I have a, a freak ability to just absolutely empty my mind whenever I want to. So me and Marcus, can no, do it. I, Smith, can you? Do, I don't think you can do it, Smith. I think I'm minotaurs. You do think? You think minotaurs more than the people who first thought of minotaurs. Whenever I get bored, I imagine myself in the labyrinth, and I'm trying to find my way out, and the minotaurs aren't with me, and so I'm always having minotaurs in some way. I don't know why. Do you think we invented minotaurs or mazes first? Mazes. Definitely minotaurs. Whoa. All right, now it's <laughs> debate <on>. time. Because <laughs> I mean, you got you know at some point there's these two two separate thoughts, right? One is, can I make a place so stupid I can't get out of it? And second of all, what if a man fucked a, ho- a cow? You know, <laughs> I thought labyrinths were made because they didn't want the minotaur to get out. Is I mean, that not the mythology, like. I mean, yes, technically, the, the king had the abomination baby, They put and they built a labyrinth to put him in, so they, like, he couldn't kill him, but also didn't want to roam free. Yeah, but I don't think the idea of the maze started there. I think the idea of the maze came first, and then they were like, what, what, what can we do to keep this guy in? And then freaking Bartholomew Maze walked in the room and said, I got an idea for you guys. <laughs> but, but what's the difference between a maze and a labyrinth? One has David Bowie. I was I was gonna say the same kind of thing. One has David Bowie. <laughs> and so the, the thing about John Mays is he said that, and then he pulls out of his back pocket an ear of Mays. Yep. And another another John Mays walks in without the eye, and, and that like, guy doesn't have, have an ear. Idea. Um. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know which came first, Minotaurs or Mazes, but I'm pretty sure it's Minotaurs. I am solidly in the mazes camp. Minotaurs. I think that there, there, before there were buildings, there were humans and there were cows or cow-like creatures. And somebody thought to themselves, "What if I fucked that? What if? What if? It, what if we made a baby together?" Yep. 
I just like that everyone's thought out of everything. You know, penguins, mm-hmm. fucking seagulls. I'm getting um, a, a good pigeons, glimpse into your brain right now. Ostriches. <laughs> the first chickens, couple of things you think of fucking are <laughs> falcons, penguins, and seagulls. <laughs> Peregrines. Listen, we haven't even gotten to giraffes and, and rhinos. Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. Right. Hawks. You say, you say clocks? Hawks. <laughs> oh, hawks. Yeah, hawks. Sparrows, robins, blue jays. I could do this all day, really. Just say birds and get it over with. Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys see? Did you, that, you guess that guy who founded the fake birds aren't real conspiracy went on TV and trolled them? No, I know about birds I have aren't heard real. Of birds aren't real, yeah. <laughs> well, the guy who, who did that is like a joke about conspiracy theories. Got invited on an actual news program about talking about conspiracies, and in the, in the video, he's got his cat walking behind him the entire time, and he starts to drink something, and then he like immediately pukes it all over his all over his computer, and starts to be like, "I'm so nervous. I'm so I can't do this." And they cut it off. It was just like. Dude was just fucking with him. Fuck? At one point, his his roommate walked by with no shirt on in the background. The dude's just fucking with him. It was great. Uh, man, guys, we're so, we we have so little to talk about. We do politics. Lesson, that's, I know, that's but I think we're at ep length right now. So kind of a good time we to got, run out. <laughs> we gotta talk about our stuff though, real quick. I know. Right. And uh, Marcus is starting. All right, I. Uh, I started playing uh, Death's Door. Hey, that's a really good game. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of cool. Your little crow who's a fucking reaper. Yeah. <laughs> Out here to reap some souls. I just started, so I don't know the, the big story beats yet, but it looks nice and I'm excited. I'm excited. I love traversing the overworld in that game and how you can just like, jump off a plat, roll off of platforms on other platforms, like, a, like, you can't do that in a lot of other games, and you have that, like, you know, overworld structure, so it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Smith? Uh, I have not been playing many video games, but I did, on Sunday, decide to uh, rewatch Django Unchained, which is... Yes, the Django. A crazy good movie, probably DiCaprio's best performance ever in a film, and just a fucking, just great... I love that shootout at the end. It's 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 too bad that Tarantino is like the one guy who can still has, get blood packs and squibs because they just glorious it explosions of blood in this movie. And the part where he shoots the guys like Candy's uh, sister and she, the actress is just like literally whoo, yanked off of out of the frame with a fucking wire. Yeah, it's so good. It makes no goddamn sense because cartoonish, and I love it. It's a great film, and Jamie Foxx kills it in that movie. I mean. It's great. It, what is there not to like about Django Unchained? You know, well, yeah. Samuel Jackson. Sam, yeah, d- dude, he's also great in the movie. <laughs> the part at the end where Django and it's just him and Django left, and he drops the cane and stands up straight and talks normally for a second, and you realize this whole time has been a fucking act. Such a fucking good moment. Incredibly good acting from Samuel Jackson there. Yeah, for sure. I was I was reading some criticism of the movie by the way back when it came out. People were talking about how like they're talking about how it it's too it's too over the top with slavery. It show it shows slavery being they go to extremes that didn't actually exist. And I'm like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? Also, I'm sure in reality be... it was far worse. Right. right. I don't think you can. I think of all the things you can say in the movie, going too far with the slavery stuff is not a good accusation to make because you're downplaying it. Then I think. Jeez. But yeah, great film. If you haven't seen it out there, anybody, I recommend it. Nice. It's one of one of his best. Uh, I have been playing The Binding of Isaac. Still, uh, I really, I just love the game. Um, it's bit me recently. Um, and then I've been diving back into Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archive. I'm on the final book, the current final book of the series, um, making my way through that. And then I watched the in, the first season of The Wheel of Time on Amazon, which is an adaptation of a very long-running fantasy series. And as a person who never read the books, it was okay. Not a great show. Um, and from what I understand from people who've read the book, they get the tone 
very, very wrong. So, and even I'm not a big fan of the tone, so I'm kind of hoping they do make some changes for season two. But it's an entertaining enough show. I don't, I didn't hate it or anything. It's cool. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, that is an episode. I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find my writings about um, movies and maybe even books pretty soon on indistinct-chatter.io. Uh, Marcus, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And I occasionally do art for the podcast. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell, who has been killing it on Twitch, playing the new Five Nights at Freddy's games. His the stream is so fucking funny when he plays that game, and I don't think I don't think he's finished with it just yet. So if you can tune into him at the Ben Powell on Twitch, you should definitely do that. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck, um, bleeding from your asshole. With uh, the vaccine, or without the vaccine, and uh, former President Obama, if you uh, have any qualms with us saying you don't, you know, you didn't watch those movies, you know, come on the show. Yeah, talk about honestly. (laughs) Review pig on this show with us. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Oh, it's you. Oh right, we have stopped trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York. That's the Linux Podcast, baby. Out. Out. Peace.